It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle. Speech radio with a difference. Talk radio. Incorrect. David Tyson Gentry reckons... True friendship comes when the silence between two people is comfortable. Again, yeah, I think you're missing the point there. Muhammad Ali, and who am I to disagree with that great man? Friendship is the hardest thing in the world to explain. It's not something you learn in school. But if you haven't learned the meaning of friendship, you really haven't learned anything. Well, today, I learned the true meaning of friendship. The true meaning of friendship is when you are prepared to go into a house that smells of faeces... And not only do you look for the feces, you tidy them up when you find them. Wait, just any any feces? Just random feces? How was I to know it was the cats? But it was the cats in the end. Okay, it, but you didn't care. It, it could have been the cats. It I could have been a tramp. It. I had to find I, it. It could have been a, a railway hobo. And you thought, let me care for a fellow living creature by cleaning up their night soil. Exactly. And actually, the size of the night soil could have been human. Uh, it was, I mean, that cat is skinny. The cat is about 13 years old. It is skinny. You can see its ribs. She is, she's got a face that says, I have seen stuff. Catherine, you have no idea. The I stuff have I've seen. pooed stuff, is what her face says. Well, what and she's her saying bottom. is, it's about time you got here. Have you seen the state up there? I went up the stairs. She was nowhere to be seen, by the way. So I, I, I opened the door with some trepidation because I've been thinking about this cat. This is Ian's cat. Velvet. Velvet. She's 13 years old. She has seen some stuff in her time. Yes, she has. And frankly, she deserves to live out her dotage in comfort and peace and cleanliness, right? So I'm thinking, to be honest, I only had to go and see her. He said, I'll go and see her on Wednesday, put some more food in the bowl. She'll be fine. She'll be cool. She's, you know, she's an old lady. She quite likes her solitude. He's a little slapdash as a pet owner, I'll say, about (laughs) Ian. So... I let myself into the house and there is an immediate smell, but I'm not a pet owner. So I think that maybe I'm extra sensitive to other people's animals, right? Okay. And I know that she tends to hang out upstairs out of the way because from when she used to live somewhere else where there was a dog that she didn't get along with, the dog was a puppy and was obsessed with her and she, to be frank, couldn't be bothered with it. So she used to hang out upstairs. So I'm thinking, but at the same time, we'd had a conversation last night about whether or not this cat going to survive and whether it's going to be on my watch that she finally passes on to the great cattery in the sky and yeah. knowing my luck it will be right so you're looking for a stiff tiny furry corpse when i first walked in i'm thinking is that smell the smell of death or is that no death smells like baloney 
What's bologna? Uh, it's a weird processed uh, meat in America that we love and find delicious on sandwiches for children. But uh, yeah, so death smells sweet and uh, rotting, like rotting and sweet at the same time, okay. like like spam, like old spam. Right. Okay. What? It was pretty close, actually, then, to the smell of that cat litter tray, to be honest. Oh. Uh, a cat litter tray is more ammonia. That I am a fragrance expert, so I can tell you it's, yeah. it's more ammonia and, you know, straight-up feces. Yeah, it was, it, was mo- it was mostly fecal, what I could yeah. smell. So I walk in, like, right, and, and where is the cat? So first things first, I go and check the bowl. The bowl has been eaten. She's right? eaten the entire bowl. Well, the, the bowl china. Of, the bowl of food. She's okay. eaten the wet food. The, okay. And then there's like a timer thing, a Wallace and Gromit style dry food compartment thing that opens and closes on different days. And it's got a timer on it, right? And has she worked the timer? She like done, has opposable digits suddenly and she's... I think the, the look on this cat's face, I wouldn't put it past her to be able to do that. But yeah. she, she'd eaten some of that stuff. So I'm thinking, okay, so... That's the dry food. There's some signs of life. Yeah. At least in the last couple of days. So, right, okay. So I look in there. I tidy up the bowl. I put more food down, put more water in the bowl, in the other bowl. And then I sort of venture upstairs towards this waft. And I'm thinking, God, where is the cat? Where is the cat? Just let me see the cat and then I know it's okay because I'm just... Yeah. I find the cat litter tray. My God. My God. I am not a cat. I love cats. Yeah, sure. And I haven't owned one. But... Well, that thing. I mean, that's the reason that that nature makes them cute, isn't it? To make up for the fact that that is the work of the devil. It's not. I mean, really, they cover up their own doo-doo. And normally, they like to go outside and discreetly... This dude who was sitting proud, waiting for me, like, yeah, I'm here. What are you going to do about it? She's eliminated her body weight. She's she's worked very hard on those, and she's proud of them. So I got rid of that. By the way, are you supposed to put it down the toilet? No. Oh. You no, you have a little baggie, and you you know, you put the baggie over your hand like a mitten, and you kind of scoop it up, and then and then turn where the, does it go? Tear it inside out. Oh, you have a special, uh, you know, refuse pile oh, for right. it. Yeah, well, a, I a had bin. like this, he gave me this sort of shovel a scooper, f- a, sh- a scooper, yeah. scooper, and so I got it, and I sort of sifted the cat litter out, and I put it yeah. down the toilet. I guess you could, but you know, the cat litter is made out of clay. It probably will clog up the pipes. You're contributing to the fatberg. Scenario. Okay. Well, look. Oh, sorry about that, guys, but I'm just trying to do what I can. Yeah. So, right, that's eliminated. Now, where's the cat? Where's the cat? Right. So I go up to the room in the top of the house where I know she hangs out. There is no cat there. But there is is an open skylight. Oh. Next to a shelf, which quite easily could be used as a means of escape. You're looking very. You're getting very forensic about this. Well, at this point, I'm thinking, where is the goddamn cat? Normally, you know, a cat that's been left alone for a couple of days will be curious, surely, especially when they hear the bowls going downstairs, surely. The... Yeah. So um, I'm at this point in my head thinking, do I tell him while he's on holiday that his cat has got lost on my watch? Or probably I'll just leave it to... Oh, I've no point worrying him now, is there? Exactly. So I'd already made that decision that I wasn't going to tell him. Yeah. And then as I walk down the stairs there is a little shadow flashing from a different room. And I peep around there, and she's been sitting under his bed, I think, for the whole time. Oh, well, in between making her trips to eliminate. It's close to the litter tray. Yes. So also she'd skidded in it a little bit, so I had to tidy that up. Yeah. But um, she looked at me like, yeah, what time do you call this? There was a lot of chatter. Was she meowing at yes. you? Oh, see, that's, do you know that cats only meow at humans? Do they? Yes, because the only time you hear a cat naturally meow on its own 
is if they're a kitten talking to their mother about wanting food. So it's a sign of affection and it's com a communication. They only do it. Adult cats only do it with humans. And they're and and they're trying to sort of ingratiate themselves so you feed them. No, no, they're not. They're, they're having, not being kittenish with you. They're they're chatting with you. They're saying hi. I see you. Thanks for you know. What time do you call this? As you say yeah. and. Hi, like she's acknowledging you, and she she let me stroke her a couple of times. Yeah, that's and then not... she was off doing a thing right. again. So I, I was allowed to go. I, I I saw that as permission to right now. Yeah. You've done your thing. You you can go now. Aww. So yeah, that's her. I think for the next couple of days. But I, I kind of feel like I want to just go and check in her again. Tomorrow. I think it's a good idea. And also, I have to say, I'm casting aspersions on Ian's parenting skills when it comes to his cat because the way he was just so casual as can be show up on Wednesday Wednesday she'd already eaten her wet food and mm -hmm. you know kind of uh, extruded it out the other end so <laughs> yeah, extruded it yeah all right well cool I'm gonna listen to you not him yeah and I, I have mentioned a lot of the detail of this I've not mentioned the fact that when I was tipping it down the loo I did dry heave a lot yeah that stuff do you know do you know that there's a really exciting virus that you can get from yeah. cat waste and also can't it like affect your mental health yeah um so what it does is it's kind of exciting it's sort of a um a, a win-lose scenario because on the one hand it, apparently if you touch if you somehow make physical contact with this with cat filth um and it gets in the system don't know how it necessarily gets in the system but say you haven't washed your hands and maybe mm -hmm. you ate something uh, it can make you promiscuous, wow. promiscuous, but then on the negative side, and maybe that is already the negative side, uh, you feel suicidal. Right. So it's not, or maybe it's a lose-lose situation, but the, the reason why it exists in nature, and also can I take this opportunity to announce that one of my side interests is parasites. I'm very interested in parasites and their behavior. So what this parasite does is it gets in you. It's a, not a virus. It's a parasite. That's right. Um, it is designed to make rodents love cats and come to them oh. willingly like sacrificial victims. So it gets mice and rats all loved up. If they get, if they start interfering with the cat doo-doo, then they see Kitty and they're like, let me have some of that. And then it's just easy pickings for, wow. for, for little Kitty. Wow. Yeah. Parasites are probably, are they the most successful of the kind of animal species? Yeah. Well, if you, I mean, my goodness, we were just talking last night about, um, or at least I was. Yeah, uh, about the things that crawl out of your eyes. Yeah, the things that crawl out of your eyes, have sex with each other and crawl back into your eyes. <laughs> and then die and then explode in a pile of poo, which is apparently my favorite human substance, an, an, an animal kingdom substance. But yeah, uh, parasites are, they're there to engineer um, their whole lifestyle out of everything else's foibles and yeah, weaknesses yeah. and behavior. And also they're here to party. They're, they're here to get sexy at every opportunity. Yeah, they're on here. On you. On you, right. I mean, you know, Anytime you want to stop down tonight, just say parasite at me and I'll have a parasite story for you. Okay, I'll bear that in mind. Yeah. I'll bear that in mind. Yeah. We're going to talk more about cats, but like completely, oh, an awful story. I don't know whether... Oh, because that was such a great one that we just talked about. Well, it was a happy ending. The cat's fine. It okay. just, I mean, it just left a pretty dirty protest okay. at being left. But and I, to be honest, I can't blame her. No, I don't blame her. I if blame everyone Ian. else had gone to New York without you, we, right. I'd probably do it. In fact, what, what the hell am I doing just sitting here good? <laughs> <laughs> 
there's still plenty of time for that. I'll wait till Friday. Um, so, uh, yeah, we've got a, a horrible cat story from 11 o'clock, um, <laughs> which may, I should probably do trigger warning now. Um, but we've spoken about it a bit on this show in the past because um, there's someone out there massacring cats. And uh, it started out as being known as the Croydon Cat Killer. But we're going to be speaking to the people who've been investigating quite a lot of similar attacks all over the country. Does that mean it's only still one person? Well, they have a theory that it might be one person moving around. Ew. Yeah. And not a copycat killer. Katie. Oh, no. How dare you? Mm. Uh, but you can talk. We can talk about anything you want on this show. So if you're new to this, um, if you if you're if you're an old hat at this, you know exactly what the score is. We bang on, and you can join in, um, and you can talk about what we're talking about, or you can talk about whatever you fancy. We've got Alan Caddick and Angela on the phone, and they're going to bring something completely different to the party. I can guarantee you of that. Um, but if you want to give us a ring, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number, uh, or you can uh, you can text us on. 87222, but just put talk at the beginning of your message and that'll cost you 25p per message on top of your standard network rate. Or you can just tweet us at Talk Radio and it'll pop up on my screen and I will address it as soon as I can. Uh, but yeah, let's let's crack on with the phone call, shall we? Let's have a word with... Um, it's got to be Caddick. Hello, Alan Caddick. I bought you a fire cat. Oh, so you missed the last 10 minutes of Friday's show then, Alan Caddick? Well, I was asleep. Um, I was officially asleep. Not falling asleep on the phone sleep. All oh, right, okay. What time do you go to bed on a Friday night, though? You're a young man. You should be out there on the town. I usually go to bed when my mum goes to bed at 11. Okay. Well, that's a very reasonable time. That's why you're so sprightly and fresh-faced. Do you know what? Yeah? No, I'm not going to ask you. No, I am. So what happened with you? When's karaoke night? Well, I'm retired. You've been retired from karaoke? <laughs> is that yeah. A, is that a thing? No, uh, it's an actual decision I made because I found out I can't sing. Who told you that? I, I found that out for myself. How did you find it out? Because there are a lot of people who still haven't worked that one out. Well, the voice is gone and I can't belt up the tune like I used to. Oh, I see. You couldn't physically sing, just didn't... All right, I got you. Okay. But that's, that doesn't explain why you've been let back in the building, even though Ian and Watkins said you were fired. Well, then you're going to have to catch up with the last 10 minutes of Friday's show. Frankly, Alan Caddick, if you want to go to bed at 11, I'm pleased for you. In fact, I'm quite jealous of you because I haven't been to bed at 11 o'clock for some Hi, time. Katie. Hi, Alan. But it's not my job to catch you up on basically what was a, a drama. And I'm still getting over it. So Yeah, you're, you're contributing to Kath's traumatising. Yeah. I forgive you, Alan. Oh, I'm sorry, girls. I, I, I was kept out of the loop. Well, no, you, you fell asleep. The loop was there. <laughs> you just weren't listening to it. Well, um, well, thank God for YouTube. That's all I can say. Well, I've got sad news for you on that front. You're not on tonight. We're not allowed to do it anymore. Well, how come? Because News UK are in charge of us and they've decided that none of us are allowed to do it anymore. Is that the Murdoch Corporation? Yes, it is. Mm. Don't. Don't knock the murder. Don't. Don't knock the murder. Don't. Don't even say it. Don't say what you're going to say. Don't, don't even think it. Don't even think it. And I can hear you thinking it. So stop it now. I'm not. I'm saying Rupert Murdoch is a good oh, man. Okay. Well. I mean, was there um, anything you wanted to tell us, Alan Caddick? There usually is. No, I was going to say Danny Boyle pulled out of it in the new Bond film. I know. Fact. 
Creative differences, apparently. What do you reckon that means? He wanted more money. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> do you think? Yes. Or do you think someone on it is a nightmare? Well, I don't know who we're going to get to direct it. Maybe they could get Daniel Craig to direct it himself. Bit busy, though, being James Bond, isn't he? It worked for some other actors. I mean, Ron Howard. Ron Howard. I can't imagine Ron Howard doing James Bond. But he could direct it like he took over with Solo. Yeah, directing it and starring it in the same time. That's sort of tricky, isn't it? Especially Mm. with all those stunts. Or they could have a different direction with Steve Guttenberg. What? Carrie Mahoney. What? uh, Steve Guttenberg as James Bond? Yeah. You don't see that there's a fundamental flaw with that, although... Well, he's American. He's American. How old is Steve, Steve Guttenberg? I mean, he's in fine fettle. I met him last year. He's in good shape. Oh, is he? Yeah. But, I mean, he's got to be in his 60s, hasn't he? Mind you, how old was Sean Connery? Hard to tell. Caddick will know. He was in his 70s when he made his last film. Shut up. He was not. Let me look it up. Sean Connery. When he made Never Say Never Again, he was turning 70. (gasps) No. When he made Never Say Never Again. Blimey, is that true? I mean, I've got no reason to doubt you. You are kind of a human encyclopedia of these things, but gosh. Well, maybe Steve Gutenberg could be in then. Who knows? These days, I don't disbelieve anything. Anything is absolutely possible. Well, the bookie's favourite is Idris Elba. Yeah, I know. An African Bond? African? You're not allowed to use that colour. Yeah, but he's not American. No, African. But he's not... But he's, African British. You can say black. I thought that would be racially inappropriate. Really? Yeah. Really? I, I'm not up on that. No, I don't think so. I think in America they, they prefer African American. No, they they say people of colour now. People of colour, right, okay. And that's something that you can use here. But I wouldn't be afraid of saying, I wouldn't be afraid of saying a black bond, would you? I'm not, but I, I'm not the but most then, reliable. You know what's tricky is... I mean, you guys can still say Oriental here, and that is so... Still a bit old-fashioned, though, isn't it? So wrong in America. That is so wrong. Mm-hmm. But then you say Asian in America, and that means Chinese, Japanese, yeah. South Asian, and then that means something else. Here. It's all very tricky, but I, I don't it's know. A, yeah. I wouldn't be afraid to say a black, Alan. Why? Well, I, I mean, but he's not African. He's British. He's from Hackney. It's better than saying the N-word. God, why would you even think that? No, I'm saying it's, that would be the ultimate taboo. <laughs> I like how we're just getting right into the ultimate taboo. I mean, why and, do we have to fir- go straight there? Yeah, first 20 minutes of the show. Let's just talk ultimate taboo. Who, ultimate taboos! Who would say that? And that, uh, Thanks very much for that, Alan Caddick. That reminds me, right, I've been watching Big Brother a bit, mostly because I, I kind of know some of the people on there and I'm waiting to see whether the truth comes out. Um, but, oh, so you know the story behind the story. Sometimes, with some of them, yes. But there was a guy on there who, in the first couple of days, dropped the N-word about three times, I think, and the next day blamed it on being drunk, right? Well, it, that means that's... That means that that word is floating in, around in your head anyway. That means that that's how he really talks. It's, yeah. a, it's a truth serum. So yeah. normally he's just trying to stop himself from compulsively blurting it out. I can honestly say it's not part of my vocabulary at all. I've never felt the need to stop myself saying it. Right. I've never been singing along with something and felt like I had to make the decision. It's just not there. So I don't understand why some people have such a strange relationship with it. 
Yes. I like that. Yeah. So that what else was happening? What else was going on when he was drunk? Is that the touchy feely guy? No. Okay. Different fella. Okay. Should we have a quick word with Angela? Yes, please. Hey, Angela. Hi, Catherine and Katie. Good Hi. evening. Hello. Hello. Um, I've just got a few questions to both of you, but I'll go to you, Catherine. Go on. You know, on, on a Friday show, yeah. I was, I was re-watching the video. Can I ask you, on, can you be honest with me? Yeah, obviously. Did you dress up as a man for the night? What? <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> what? Are you serious? No, I'm not serious. <laughs> Drag king? Yeah, I could do it. I could definitely pass, but no, that was not me. Yeah, sure. Pretty sure, yeah. I was at home because oh. um, I had two weeks off. Yes, you did, didn't you? Yeah. And you had a birthday. Happy birthday for late birthday. Thank you. Thank you. No, that wasn't me. I can confirm that was not me. Everyone, conspiracy theorists, back up on that. Yeah. But uh, see, look, look how the, how unsteady all the listeners feel because you guys are filled with little scrapes and jigs and funny little tricks. I don't know what you mean. Mm. Next question. Yeah, to Katie. Go on. Could you tell me why they took Fox Fox News off Sky from America? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know it was on Sky, and I didn't know it was off Sky. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, well, I don't know. It is there a controversy? I don't know, but I will miss it because um, I, uh, I used to live in the states when I was little, but I kind of miss that connection with, with the states because. You know what what's going on and everything. Yeah, it's quite quite kind of miss it. <laughs> so you're saying Sky Television here used to have Fox News and it doesn't anymore? No, but we have C C C N N News or the, the World News and all that stuff. Huh? Yeah, no, mm. I don't have any insight. I don't get Sky anyway. I don't have a TV, so I'm really behind the times. I'm very steampunk. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys, but I just I'm just intrigued on that video because when I was watching the video, um, he annoyed um, Ian a little bit because she snapped at him a little bit. I thought. Yeah. So you thought it know. must be me. Yeah, I thought. <laughs> because because of how rude Ian was. Um, That's no, funny. He, he, Ian wasn't rude. I think he was just a little bit. He was rude. Why? Why he was getting things ready, and you know what he's like anyway. But um. I was just wondering if it was just like they're good at doing pranks, and I thought, hmm, I thought, I thought to myself afterwards, was that me? Uh, eh? You thought was that me? Uh, well, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm flattered that you think I could carry off three hours um, as another Ian, but no, um, that was I can confirm that was not me. I was at home, and uh, I was listening with probably just as much um, shock as everyone else was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, just, it, it was just it dawned on me when I went through it again. Mm. Oh, well, it's it's always good to question, Angela. Anyway, how's your day been? Mm, it's been okay. It's just been to see one of my relatives in the hospice up the road. Mm. She, she's coming, coming home on Thursday, but she hasn't got long. She'll be, she, she's um, passing away Christmas, so we were told. So... Um, but uh, apart from that, I'm all right. <laughs> okay. Well, keep on mm. keeping on. It's nice to hear from you, Angela. And you know, as, well, I hope to see you and Ian back to normal on. Is it Monday? Yeah, Monday should be. I mean, but normal, and, I can't guarantee. <laughs> and, 
Katie should be involved with all three of you. That would be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would. I don't know if Katie would like that. <laughs> Look, if you could only see Katie's face. <laughs> yeah. The, the frozen, glazed expression. <laughs> Take care, Angela. And you. Bye. 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 If you want to give us a ring, 0344-499-1000. You're listening to Talk Radio, and this is The Late Night Alternative. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle. Speech Radio with a difference. Talk Radio. Are you sitting comfortably? Then I'll begin. We've all been spooked by a mysterious noise in the middle of the night or noticed a dark shape move out of the corner of our eye. When something a little out of the ordinary happens in our home, it's easy to joke that the place is haunted though not many of us actually think this is the case. But one mum has shared the odd goings-on in her house and suggested the answer to all her problems. Is definitely... that there is a spunking ghost around. (laughs) (laughs) And people are totally on board with her theory. This is from the mirror, so it must be true. It is true. It's in the newspaper. And it's also from a post on Mumsnet, so double true. And do not mess with those guys. They are even more scary than the the ghost. Terrifying. In a post on Mumsnet, a woman going by the name Chip Shop Ninja (laughs) explained her reasoning for thinking her house was haunted. She wrote, Of all the problems to have... Last night, my partner woke up around 1am because he heard our bedroom door open. It's squeaky, needs some WD-40, but that's by the by. He didn't get up, expecting our son to tap him on the shoulder, announcing that he'd had a bad dream, but nothing. He then heard the bedroom door close. Her partner then decided to go and investigate what their son was doing. (laughs) Just outside our bedroom door, he stepped in a large wet patch. He checked on our son, but he was fast asleep, all tucked under his duvet, she continued. He then went downstairs to check the dog, 
which was fast asleep in the living room. So, slightly bemused, he came back to bed. In the morning, he relayed the strange incident to his partner, who suggested it must have been caused by... <clears throat> Sorry, it's a very emotional story. Who suggested it must have been caused by a spunking ghost. <laughs> but just in case it wasn't a ghost, I mean, as if, but you've got to think about that, haven't yeah. you? The mum decided to ask the internet for their ideas about what might have caused the mess. And she clarified that her dog definitely couldn't have caused it and there was nothing leaking from anywhere. One person said, maybe your son was sleepwalking and decided to pee outside your bedroom door. Although a spunking ghost is definitely the most rational explanation. <laughs> Another commented, cynical me is wondering whether your partner didn't have a little accident or maybe spill a drink himself and this is a cover story. Failing that, spunking ghost, definitely. <laughs> a third added, I don't believe in ghosts. Oh no, I can't. What time is it? I can't, don't believe in ghosts. A jizzing on the landing ghost is something I've never heard anyone claim. My money is on the partner. What do you think? 03444991000. Is this a phenomenon that you've had to deal with? <laughs> okay, A, this fluid. <laughs> This yeah. matter? Do I we? Mean, what? What is the nature of it? Do and a we? Puddle? Really? I mean, yeah. Come on. How excited was this dog, son, or husband, or indeed ghost? How aroused? I mean, ghost. Was Who this knows? I, I've never ghost orgy. But no. Are we saying it's definitely some sort of splooge, or is it? Or you know, is it just somebody spilled their sippy cup? Yeah. And that is not a euphemism. I think that there there is more than a little bit of tongue-in-cheek involved here. I say, keep it clean, Catherine. <laughs> whose cheek and whose tongue? But this is the great thing I imagine about mums now. I never went on there, and they do seem quite terrifying if you cross them. But there are some women on there who are absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And they are at home with children, and they desperately need to have a laugh with another grown-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old mums now. But yeah, if you've been haunted by a... a an overexcited ghost then you know you need to call us 03444991000 my god I mean, but what is going on with the ghost world at the moment as I said right so last week we had the sexy pirate ghost we had the woman talking to Eamon and Ruth on um, what was it this morning or yeah it would have been this morning wouldn't it about um, having it off in the aeroplane toilet with a ghost I don't know why the ghost would need to go somewhere private frankly well, she had, of her. she had to go somewhere private. But what's going on with ghosts? And why aren't they getting any from the other ghosts? Uh, I don't think ghosts are very viscous and they don't, they're not very lubricated. So they have to come back to the, the 3D world of the living. They have, that's where they have to, they probably, maybe it's food. Maybe our, our love juice is food <laughs> oh to, to our beloved in the afterlife. Our, our beloved, our pirate lovers. <laughs> Our phantom pirate lovers. I, I, I mean, uh, okay. P uh, people. You know, some people have such a rich life, and I aspire to that. I, I love the sense of wonder the involved sense in of all wonder. of this. There's yeah. that sense of uncanny. They're embracing. They're embracing all that life has to offer and the afterlife. Here's another one, right? And this, I'm not sure how this ends. And it could. This is, but this is another paranormal story. I'm hoping it's not going to end horribly, but it might, okay? Because I've not fully read it. I just thought the headline looked interesting. Okay. Phantom Menace. Jilted fiancé posed as ex's dead mum's ghost in a bid to win her back through the psychic's letters. Now, this music could be extremely inappropriate, so 
No, it's all right. Well, let's carry on until it becomes inappropriate. <laughs> He's really fast on the trigger finger, so it's so fine. Good. So if it's inappropriate. He's been working on this show for a really long time. He's he can great. dump he like can, no one. He can dump with the best of them. Roy, hang on. Let me just check. Let me just check. So, so Let me just check the bottom of this story just in case it's a... Because I need to rehash that premise again. It was like someone needs to win someone back by pretending to be their dead... Dead mom's ghost. Here we go. Let me just read the bottom. Okay, Right, okay. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Right. So so he's winning back. He's young and his girlfriend is young and he's win- and he's pretending to be the he's dead. Not, he's not young. Oh. He's not young. He's 51. A jilted fiancé posed as his ex's dead mom's ghost in a bid to win her back with a psychic message from beyond the grave. We're getting into the hopeful part of Tubular Bells here. It's very mm-hmm. stirring. Roy Meadwell, 51, sent an anonymous note begging Kay Wimbry to take him back along with a leaflet from a tarot shop. I mean... It's inventive. I think I saw this in a movie recently. This, Did you? Is, this is a good plot. Yeah. He even included messages making it clear it was from her mum, such as a reference to a fiber optic Christmas decoration which he left to Kay. Devious Meadwell also told Kay that she'd made a terrible mistake rejecting him after she, he was banned from contacting her when he attacked her. Or oh, hang on a minute, this has oh, taken a dark turn. Okay. Stop the music. So, well, no, I think the music is appropriate. The warehouse worker didn't include his name, but made reference to the man who sacrificed everything for you, the man who loves you, the man who wanted you to be his wife. What did he sacrifice? His fist as he crunched it into her head? He's now escaped jail after being found guilty oh, okay. on four counts of breaking a restraining order at Exeter Crown Court. Flipping it. Oh, goodness. Jurors heard how Kay received the letter on July the 11th, 2017, 10 days after Meadwell broke the restraining order by entering Cornwall to visit the tarot shop. I mean... She then was given another letter, apparently from a well-wisher, a Facebook post and an email pleading with her to take Meadwell back. God. I like how, you know, he is very inventive, so it isn't just all about, um, you know, punching her. No, he's, he, he's 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 devious and he's thinking right. right what what what's gonna yeah what's gonna what's gonna um, grab her attention right. But Kay realised it was her ex posting as her dead mother because of the bizarre references only he would know. So he's hardly Lex Luthor. <laughs> when cops visited the Willow Moon Psychic Shop, they confirmed Meadwell came in for a tarot reading. Wow, he was banned from contacting Kay in December 2016. Wow. Uh, after putting his hands around her neck when the relationship broke down. Oh, he was just giving her a cuddle. He was made subject of community order and was sent on a domestic violence course after being convicted of another incident involving a different partner in March 2017. My God, he sounds like a right piece of work. Meadwell tried telling jurors the messages had been sent by a well-wisher who was trying to play Cupid, but they saw through his lies. He was jailed for four months, suspended for two years, and is now... I mean, this is a joke and is now undertaking a Building Better Relationships course. I don't know if these courses are, if he's really doing his homework. I'm not, I'm not seeing that he's paying attention in class. Sentencing, recorder Mr. Martin Meek QC said, when the complainant gave evidence, I saw for, for myself her distress and the effect your conduct has had upon her. You clearly have difficulty when relationships break down in coping with that breakdown. Your sentence is suspended for two years and it's designed for you to have the sword of Damocles hanging over for you for as long as I can. The restraining order is still in force, and if you contact Kay Wimbry again, you will go straight inside. Meadwell of Yeovil, Somerset, was acquitted of sending a Facebook message through a fake account. My God. It, it makes you long for the days of ghost splooging. <laughs> when ghosts were ghosts. When ghosts were ghosts, and not this sort of, you know, devious Machiavellian 
nasty piece of work yeah yeah i mean but of course if that was if that was my ex-partner I mean, the ghost stuff aside, which has kind of been put in, across in this article, like, oh, ha ha, this is this is all rather jolly. Yeah, it's a nasty, nasty man who's done it before. A course entitled "Building Better Relationships." I don't think it's going to cut it, do you? Yeah, but they. But gotta, what do you do? Yeah, what do you do? You got to. I don't know. Maybe something. Uh, sometimes when people are so far gone, they just learn the moves, like they they learn the language, and then they, they can pass for a normal. Yeah, yeah. It's they affect that they care yeah. when they don't. Do you think that um, someone can change when they've had that kind of, exhibited that kind of behaviour more than once? Oh, I don't know. It's a big question, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I've been on the receiving end, unfortunately, of an abusive partner. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to know. Would you have wanted to know before you got into the relationship or? Uh, in a way, it, it was really my first big love, and I don't know if it would have made a difference mm -hmm. because I was so besotted. Um, and the problem is also when you're young, uh, you buy into all of the manipulation. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I guess it was my fault that you did X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. you know, sh you know sh shove me up against the wall or bang my head against the... You know, it's because he cares so strongly. Yeah. Oh God, it's well, just it's horrible. That, it? You know, there's that famous song written by Goffin and King in the '60s. He hit me, and it felt like a kiss. <gasps> that the really yeah, that the Crystals sang. It's a really spooky song. It's a girl, you know, it's '60s girl group doing this this very kind of dirge-like song, oh and along the lines of "I knew he really cared." Um, my word. Yeah, but mm. no, this this lady, she wasn't she wasn't buying the the message from beyond no and well done for her for calling him out yeah. and, and seeing it through as well because yeah. i don't blame anyone for not wanting to take that sort of stuff to court it must be it must be extremely you know frightening to do that well, but well done her yeah you know there's going to be threats yeah and there would have been threats God. for sure wow uh oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand we've got an hour more nigel is uh, coming up with the other side of the news but i'd love to speak to you too if you want to give us a ring oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand you can tweet talk radio or you can text talk and your message to eight seven two 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 you're listening to the late night alternative the late night alternative with Catherine boyle speech radio with a difference talk radio